Thank you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hello and welcome back to Her Portion. My name is Hannah Butler and I am your host for today's episode. So imagine that you walk into your kitchen and you decide to eat a cookie that you had just made with the kids. No big deal. You deserve it, right? You go to your living room, you sit down, and you just can't stop thinking about those cookies. You get up and you go and grab another one. So, okay, two isn't really that bad, you think to yourself. Well, then you start working on your dishes, and again, those cookies just keep coming up in your mind. Your children ask you for help with something, but you can't help them until you have another cookie. Before you know it, you're like five cookies deep, and at this point, the guilt is just so strong and you're so ashamed, you just convince yourself it doesn't matter anymore and you just eat until your stomach hurts. What about this scenario? It's completely different. So imagine that you're not the type of person to really be that active on social media. It's not like you make a million stories every day. I mean, come on, you barely even post anything. Yet, you get hit by the scroll bug and you get hit hard. It's real after real, TikTok after TikTok. It's not uncommon for two, three, or even four or more hours to slip away before you realize you've been on your phone looking at you don't even remember what. Your eyeballs hurt, you're tired, and you feel guilty. You can't even go to the bathroom without your phone. Your phone is undoubtedly attached to your hip, quite literally, day in and day out. You have to be looking at something, whether it's scrolling, texting, reading blogs, looking on Pinterest, watching YouTube, streaming movies. That phone is on full go and it's practically a tumor in your life at this point. Friend, we just talked about two not-so-commonly-talked-about common addictions. What is an addiction? An addiction is something where an individual uses a substance or engages in a behavior that becomes compulsive and continues despite its harmful consequences. Addiction is dark, lonely, and miserable. My husband is a pastor, and where God has placed us is, well, far from quiet and calm. (laughs) God moved our family from Ohio to a very sin-sick, dark area in Florida that is heavily oppressed. I have countless stories, and maybe we'll talk about them another time, or I might on Instagram, but I don't have the time to share them all here. I say that to say it's quite common for drug addicts and alcoholics to walk in front of our house all day and all night. People even sleep on our sidewalks here and under the bridge down the road. On my Instagram, I've shared my personal testimony and I do have it saved on there under a highlight if you're interested. 
um, in checking that out. But in short, I want to mention that I was saved out of a lifestyle of addiction and praise the Lord for that. There were many times I overdosed and quite literally should be dead today, but by the grace of God, I'm here. I ended up being homeless as a young person before I came to know the Lord. My sweet mom passed away in 2017 from a drug overdose, and um, one of my brothers has had a struggle with addiction since the age of 11, and he is older than me. Addiction has been a huge part of my story. To be honest, it's not something I'm proud of, and I kind of struggle talking about it. But the main thing here is the beautiful victory that Jesus Christ gives to those who are living in complete bondage due to the chains of addiction. The opposite of freedom is bondage. Addiction is different than a habit. Drug addiction is not just someone enjoying drugs so they don't stop doing it. There are quite a few different drugs that once you do it two to three times, your body literally thinks it needs that drug in order to survive. This is proven through something called withdrawals. When that drug is removed or not taken by a certain time and your body experiences headaches, chills, even organ shutdown, severe vomiting, much, much more, then it's a withdrawal. I have visited people in the hospital who've tried to quit using these hardcore drugs um, on their own and they almost died. It's a real issue in certain cases that most certainly needs medical help. However, did you know that you can experience withdrawal from sugar? Your body can absolutely become addicted to sugar. Just stop eating it for three days and see how your body responds. Headaches, migraines, foggy brain, tired. Such is the case with those cookies we were talking about. The desire to keep indulging is one, a lack of self-control, and two, it's a body that's been trained to need that sugar. Did you know that you can have withdrawals from your phone? That sounds silly, but try putting it aside for one week without looking up anything at all. Just one week. No social media, no internet. Keep it to just phone calls for emergency sake and for your family, but Try not taking it in the bathroom. Leave it in another room all day. Don't let it be by your bed at night. You might find you have major anxiety from this and you don't know what to do with your hands. And should we really even talk about caffeine withdrawal? (laughs) That's a real thing too. The point is we are all susceptible to addiction. You may have an addiction and didn't realize it was one because you thought addiction was only for people who use drugs and alcohol. Now that I've talked so much about addiction, I want to get to the best part and talk about the freedom we can have over this sin and bondage through Jesus Christ our Lord. My burden for addicts came when my mom passed away. She loved the Lord. She was saved, but she obviously struggled. She was clean for over a year when she fell into using again, and it took her life. But around that time, someone looked at me and said this, and I'll never forget it. They said, well, I guess not even the Lord can help addicts. Now, talk about lighting a fire in me. I guess it really was a fire because that was almost five years ago now, and I'm still going on the subject because of it. (laughs) The Lord used that in my life, no doubt. You see, it is not that the Lord cannot help. 
there's a lot to say there, but it's about the choices we make and if we are willing to allow him to help us. He's given us victory, but we have to be willing to accept that and reach out to him. And when we fall hard, there is some hard work to get out sometimes, but not impossible. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. Addiction is a stronghold, and it is not a good one. There are two different kinds of strongholds, but in general, a stronghold is a fortified place. So there are bad strongholds that we can create in our lives, and there are good strongholds that we can create. Addiction is a bad one. We simply cannot pull down the addiction stronghold on our own. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. This means that God has given weapons to his children, and they are mighty weapons. And these weapons are strong enough to pull down strongholds, even the stronghold of addiction in someone's life. What are the weapons he's given us, you might wonder? Well, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The number one weapon that we have against the stronghold of addiction is God's perfect word. We must be in it day in and day out. Number two, prayer. Matthew 26, 41 says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. If you're trying to overcome an eating addiction, pray before you start your day and pray before every meal for help and strength. And when you are feeling tempted and it is coming on, prayer is the key. Pray, pray, and pray again. Pray without ceasing all day long. When you feel that desire to go do such and such, whatever it may be that you are struggling with, sit down right where you're at and make yourself pray and ask God to help you. He will deliver you. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. God will deliver you. There are truly so many great verses about deliverance in God's word, especially in Psalms, and I highly encourage you to just look up the word deliverance in your Bible app and read those verses that come up. The third thing is seek help. And this is a huge one. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We need others to pray for us. Ask for prayer. Go and seek good biblical help. Ask your pastor and his wife for their help. And if they are not able to help you, they can at least help guide you to finding the right help for you. Proverbs 11.4 says, Where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. And then get this verse, Proverbs 24.6, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in the multitude of counselors there is safety. We need each other. We need help. 
to overcome true addictions in our life, whether it be accountability or going and getting medical help or having help by being in a rehab of some sort. And that just really depends on the severity and the depths of the addiction, no matter what it is that you are struggling with. And God has made it clear that that's biblical to go and get help, that there is no shame in doing that. The stronghold of addiction is quite literally a war. It's an unseen war that is mostly extremely mental in your mind, but in some cases, a lot of cases, like with drugs and alcohol, it's also physical. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You may have allowed a stronghold of addiction to form in your life, but the same Jesus who can save your soul from a literal hell can help you have victory over this too. As long as you are living and breathing on this earth, it is not God's will for you to live bound by any sin. And there is no sin that is too great that God is not greater still. He died for your sin. He will make a way for you to overcome temptation and to walk away from it forever. And ask me how I know, because he gave me this deliverance. I have been clean from drugs and alcohol for over 11 years. It's not even something that is ever on my mind. And no matter what addiction you may be struggling with today, I promise you, it is not too great for the Lord. You can have victory over this too. So here's a quick recap of the things that you need, the weapons that you need in order to fight for freedom from addiction. Number one is God's word. Number two is prayer. And number three is seek godly help. These three things are all assuming that you already know Jesus as your savior. If you do not, then that is the very first thing that you need to do. A lot of people who struggle with addiction are being deceived by Satan into believing they have to be clean first before they can get saved. And the opposite is true. You need Jesus in order to get clean, and there's no way around that. So let Christ set you free from the bondage of addiction. Did you find this episode helpful or encouraging in any way? Please let me know. I love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.